Hello, everyone, and welcome again. Pastor Deborah here, and we are in the Garden of Eden today. And I'm going to be telling you another story of Pastor Deborah. It was true, it happened, and it is still happening today. It's a wonderful story about how I was going and being transformed from a licensed clinical mental health counselor to help you with your issues. And boy, do you have some issues. To helping you the Lord's way, which I knew nothing about. There was no school that I knew of that you could go to, get licensed, certified in, to help you the Lord's way. But God had a plan, and I was willing to go along with him, and I moved at a fast pace. I wasn't frightened of things that I was to learn, didn't know what I was to learn. But this story here in the School of Light, an educational series for you about spiritual education, is from the Kingdom of Agape Love. Volume 1. It is many of my personal stories that I went through. Tests I took, trials, practicing my faith. Had experiences that I didn't talk to anybody about. But I was learning and growing in my faith in this God of the Bible. The God of Christ Jesus. I was learning about a kingdom, a realm, the spirit realm that I knew nothing about. And in this story called, Okay, It Works, is a powerful lesson that each of us has to learn. Because it took me outside of the building, the walls of a church, into the world. We want to give Pixabay. A wonderful blessing and thank you for this powerful motion video from a lovely creator. I'm able to download them for free, but if you desire, you can donate to them and help them. This is a beautiful one of the world, the globe, and maybe on your planet, it doesn't look like this, but I bet you it's spinning out in the vastness of space. And some other galaxy or solar system with another or a different sun. And we can tell that there are billions of them by looking through the space telescopes. That's right. So this motion video is going to help us to understand this story of, okay, it works. And we want to thank Zoom Pro for that's who I'm recording to on my computer. And I'm not using a green screen, as you know. So if I'm fuzzy to you or the words are fuzzy, close your eyes and just listen. You'll still get the message. We want to appreciate you and thank you for your lovely kindness to me because I don't use a green screen. I record a lot. I've tried it with having picture frames behind me. You've seen into my living room. I mean, I'm still in my living room, sitting at the same door. It's just it's so much easier to pick a beautiful, wonderful, expressive motion video that helps us to visualize the realm of the spirit and what a story or a teaching is about. We're all visual learners. Even if you're blind, you are a visual learner. You use your hands and you feel and you touch. And you imagine. That's right. And we're all hearers. But if you cannot hear, you use your hands. And they talk to you. We use our smells. Our sense of touch. We are beings that are expressive. And we are seeking expression. And we are seeking to hear and see and know things. Even as little babies. That's right. So welcome to the School of Light, an educational series for you from the Kingdom of Agape Love, Volume 1. In Volume 2, we're going to get into some deep personal testimonies and stories. I lived, I went through, and I had to have to learn how to help people the Lord's way. 
I had to have faith. I had to have my faith tested and tried by fire. You'll hear many of those stories also. So this story, okay, it works, is powerful. You'll learn a lot. So listen, and let's begin first with a welcome to everybody from wherever they are to the garden. Yes, the garden can be on your planet, my planet, another planet, all at the same time. And yet we're all here together. That's the power of this God of the Bible. The God and Father of Christ Jesus. He is. He can do that. That's right. So welcome. And let's all begin with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for bringing us and drawing us to your presence. Your delight. The Garden of Eden. Where you are here for us and with us. Thank you for reaching out beyond all known galaxies, star systems, through black holes to reach living creatures that you love and desire to touch and for them to get to know you. We have seen and observed in many movies that there are life forms that you want to reach that are worshiping gods or something. And you want to reach them as well. So thank you for being with us, drawing us to you here in your garden, your place, your spot. While we're still alive and have not yet crossed over into death. Where your presence is, your pleasure, your delight, your Holy Spirit, and even the word of God is here teaching. That it's a place of your powerful glory, your glory blanket, your Holy Spirit of words of knowledge and light. We thank you in the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. This is going to be a powerful story. And it happened and it's real. And at the end, I'm going to tell you some things you can do that God will prove it's true to you. This story It's based on some scriptures out of the authorized King James Bible. This one, Matthew 18 and 18. And it says, truly, truly, I, Christ Jesus, say unto you, to Jesus' disciples, whatsoever you shall bind, forbid on earth. That also means on your physical body. If I speak, say, to my knees that maybe are having some pain, I would do it this way. Earth, that's the dirt. I bind that pain. I bind your activity. I tie you up. I forbid you to work. That's what it's talking about. And it shall be bound in heaven. That means in the realm of the spirit. And whatsoever, remember it's saying what, you shall loose or allow on earth. If you allow and loose violence, hate, lies, deceptions, greed, abuse, it'll be loosed in heaven is one interpretation. Another is if somebody is imprisoned by memories, pain, depression, mental health issues. Spiritual things. If you loose them from those things, then the heavens, the kingdom of heaven, will also loose them in that realm. Powerful. I learned that when I was learning how to cast out devils. This scripture was foundational in my spiritual training. Still is. The Lord Most High God began my spiritual re-education and renewal and transformation from the way of the world, the ways of mental health counseling to help you, to the ways of the spiritual kingdom of heaven, the ways of the most high God. And boy, did I have a lot to learn. I had been educated, trained, and worked in the world according to the ways and the knowledge of the world. 
mental health counseling to help people with their problems, their issues. Mental health counseling was the world's way of helping people that I had studied, been licensed for, certified in to help you. But I never could 100% believe and fully operate from this model, this way. But I tried. It didn't seem to fit with me. I couldn't put my finger on it. I wanted to read scriptures to people. I wanted to pray with them. And in most places, that was not accepted. But when the Lord began his re-education of me, Pastor Deborah, and my process, I was spiritually led and drawn to classes in the church I was attending, the Brownsville Assembly of God Church in Pensacola, Florida. It had been in a revival, a global revival, with an evangelist named Steve Hill. And the pastor was Pastor John. I don't remember his last name. And I saw things I had never seen in church before. And I knew I needed education. So one Sunday, I went to every Sunday school. And nope, that wasn't it. Nope, that wasn't it. And they got to one where they were teaching out of a book about casting out of devils, demons. And I knew right then and there that was what I was to do. So I sat down. The coordinator, she was of the personal ministry team, the deliverance team, was teaching out of a book called Strongman's, his name, What is His Game? by the doctors. Robertsons, they're passed away now, I think. They were Assembly of God ministers who discovered demonic spirits in Costa Rica as missionaries. They wrote the book, they went through the Bible, and they came up with different evil demonic spirits, backed up by scripture and experience. And that's what was being taught. And I said to myself, what? I had never heard of such a thing. Casting out of demons, never heard it. Been born again since I was three or four. Never heard anything about it. And it's definitely not in mental health counseling. Even though I had read the Bible and had read in many stories about such things happening. But I was told it was not for today. Now all the people's problems were mental health issues, needing a life coach, needing meditation. Maybe you could go to a spiritist, a new age guru, and get in touch with your good energy and somehow dispel bad energies. Mm -hmm. But mental health counseling said you might need medication. And it definitely was not in the churches I had been attending. I had attended Catholic, Lutheran, Presbyterian, Baptist, even some New Age churches. Never talked about. It was not a part of psychology. Not a part of psychiatry. Not a part of social work. But the Lord said to me, now I will teach you How to help people my way. And I had to learn about demons and devils, evil spirits, how to cast them out, how to bind them up, the realm they lived in. This was all new to me. Might be to you also. So I was directed to put down, not renew again, or use my mental health counselor's license. And so I did. And I was directed to begin attending the Sunday school class of personal ministry, deliverance. Week after week, month after month, year after year. Then I was allowed to see my first demonic manifestation in the church services at prayer time. A very overweight woman had come to the altar 
for prayer. She got the prayer, and then I saw her go under the power of the Lord. She kind of fell on the stairs. As the ushers and the prayer team ministers were helping her up and into a very extra large wheelchair, it happened. Just as she was about to sit down in the wheelchair, her body jolted up, straight up, and out of the chair. And she started growling, hissing like a cat, and barking. Her physical face changed and took on a cat-like form and features. So at this point, a personal ministry minister of this deliverance team that I was sitting in and learning about stepped in and began saying, I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Be bound according to Matthew 18 and 18. As I watched, I said to myself, if the mental health world saw these behaviors in this lady, they would have put a straitjacket on the lady and taken her to the local psychiatric hospital. That was my first response. Mental health. Boy, did I have a long way to go. Then the lady just passed out. And she was then out back in the wheelchair and taken out of the sanctuary to be ministered to by this personal ministry minister who was a volunteer on the deliverance team. Later I learned she was a very powerful witch from Alabama and had come to do her things in the sanctuary, cursing, sending out her energies, whatever. I didn't know what witches did. Didn't really know what they were. But the Lord's spiritual presence was so very strong that night. And instead of Satan having his victory, his demons got mad in the presence of God, hostile, and acted out, showed off. Couldn't help it. The pain and the uh, being in God's presence, just there was nothing else they could do. Because of the powerful spiritual presence of the Most High God was there at the altar late at night. And the demons were being spiritually tormented, vexed by it. See, they must have been, what say, near the surface in her, doing things, saying things. And it was just too much for them. So my spiritual education transformation, my training, my spiritual perceiving of a realm I knew nothing about had begun in church, in a prayer meeting with a witch, demons, words of Matthew 18, 18, I bind you in the name of Jesus. I was beginning to have a realm open up to me. I jumped in to this new education, this transformation with all my heart and mind and soul. For I knew nothing of these spiritual demonic stuff, this realm. I knew nothing. There were no classes in mental health counseling. Nobody talked about it. In the churches I had attended. Religion doesn't speak about it. Mental health counseling. Would call it superstition. And mental illness. So I went to a Christian bookstore. I think it's out of business now. And bought thousands of dollars. Of books. On demons. Spiritual warfare. Deliverance. Satanism. The occult. I kept attending this church and Sunday school class week after week, month after month. 
this Sunday school class on the personal ministry deliverance team. After about a year of just sitting in the class, getting prayer in church, attending six, seven nights a week, going to the prayer meetings, getting prayer, feeling the presence of the Lord, laying out on the floor in the presence. You'll read about that in other videos. I kept attending this Sunday school class, took notes, bought the book she was teaching out of, Strongman's, his name, what is his game? I read it. I went to the scriptures that they used for each one of the spirits. For instance, if they were talking about the Antichrist spirit, they had scriptures to back it up. Familiar spirits, spirits of fear, perverse spirits, Mm -hmm. spirits of jealousy, seducing spirits. I think there were 16 or 17 of them. I had to memorize them because I was going to be binding them up in people, Christians, when I joined the team myself. I kept attending Sunday school class month after month. Learning, growing, bought the book, read it at home. Then I applied to be on this volunteer ministry of this Brownsville revival. This was probably maybe 1997. I had been attending the revival since 95, and I was accepted. I had also been on the prayer team for about a year and going up and praying for people like this. Put my hands up, and I'd go right here to your little forehead. And I'd say, touch them, Lord. Down you'd go. God's power was coming through me to touch you. I was faithful to the prayer team. We had to come early, sit in a room, be praying, reading. You'd get a partner. I usually was in the front or in behind. If you were behind a person... Sometimes when they fail, you would try to catch them and lay them gently on the floor. Then you would cover them up with a prayer cloth. You didn't want people laying there uncovered. And as a member of the prayer team, you had to wear certain clothes. You could wear pants if you were a female, but you had to cover your butt with a jacket. And men had to wear certain kind of uh, pants and belts. We wanted to look respectable. Not something you might call crazy or just, you know, not good. We want people to see God touching them, not us. We weren't allowed to push you or shove you or yell at you or touch you on your shoulders or touch you here. Now, the pastors, they seem to not have to follow those rules, which I thought was wrong. But that was them. I was just a volunteer. So after about a year on the prayer team and attending this deliverance class week after week, I applied to be on it and I was accepted. My nights to be in the sanctuary as a deliverance worker was Friday nights. Saturday nights, I was assigned to do personal deliverance with a team in another building. These people didn't really know me, but I watched when I prayed. The deliverance coordinator watched me. She was a sweet lady. And she had been doing deliverance even in another church for many years. So I began this wonderful and powerful and even ongoing ministry of helping people the Lord's way even today. Even I can do it right here through this video. This spiritual walk of personal ministry, the Lord's way, was not the way of the world or mental health counseling. It was deliverance, casting out of devils, just like Christ Jesus did when he walked the earth and we read about in the Bible. Now, let's get to this story. That was the background. Very early 
and this spiritual education I was going through about binding, Matthew 18 and 18, binding things, forbidding them to be in operation, casting them out. I was given a spiritual opportunity to see and believe for myself. Now, this story is about taking that belief training outside the four walls of a church, outside into the world. What? I had never done it. I I had never spoken. Maybe at home, I had bound up family members, were mouthing off, getting aggressive. I had bound in prayers, but this was going to be an event that I had to have to see that this power and authority and dominion on the world, in the world, could go anywhere. That Matthew eighteen eighteen could be applied in any situation that was spiritually demonic, and I was led to help people through it so i was going to be outside the church i had to learn it would operate anywhere at work at home in meetings in the spirit in dreams in prayer time in my home in my car in my neighborhood it was going to be about demons manifesting openly Speaking and teaching, talking to us. My son, who's now grown up, married, got a child of his own, was attending as a participant an international science fair in Fort Worth, Texas. He had won a a grand prize to go and into this fair and compete. It was during the final day's conference that this spiritual opportunity arose right in front of me. And I was not in a church service. The word of God was not being preached. But out in the marketplace, the community. I use this example, this experience, even now in schools. School board meetings with politicians, government, committee meetings, local community, Mm -hmm. news journals, news media. It crosses throughout all the world. The guest speaker of this international science and engineering fair was a well-known anthropologist And he was speaking to these precious young students, the future scientists of the world, about the creation of man through evolution. I listened for just a short while. Then my spirit could not take his lies, his errors about how man evolved from animals, a monkey. And the monkey came from a maybe bird or fish. And the fish came out of the sea as a something. And we all went back to the sea. Man evolved from animals. And I couldn't listen to these lies, this error, any longer. See, I had a belief that God created man in the form we are in. And placed us in the garden. That's back in the book of Genesis. And we learn about our beginning of our creation. In Genesis 1. 26 through 28. Then he breathes into us. The breath of life. And we became a living soul. We were alive. Filled with the Holy Spirit. We didn't have a lot of knowledge yet. For we had not yet taken and eaten of the tree of life. But we were put into the garden where we are right now. And many of you remember him. His name was Adam. 
Adam meant dark earth. Then he was given a helpmate that looked like him, called Wound Man, the spirit being inside that would have a physical body of a womb that could carry another dirt body. So another spirit being could come forth into the dirt body. And that's how we were created, not from animals. That's what I believed, and I knew that was the truth. So I couldn't listen to his error anymore. The spiritual education and training I had been spiritually receiving kicked in and rose up, even outside in a of a church service, out in the world, out in the public realm. I was in an international meeting, a conference. But yet my spirit rose up and said, no, that's not the truth. That's a lie. Through the spiritual gift of discerning of spirits, which I had learned I was operating in just about all the time. And you must, in order to discern the spirit realm, to know what's speaking, what's going on, what's talking, lies or truth. It comes from the Holy Spirit. I don't activate it. You can't learn to activate it. You can only prepare your spirit to receive it. When it's needed, you can study it and how it works for spiritual ministry. And I spiritually discerned that a demonic spirit of error was speaking through this anthropologist. Can you imagine? I'm not inside a church service. I'm dealing in the world. With a leading professional. And out through his mouth. Was coming lies and errors. Did the children know it? No. But the gift of discerning of spirits. Gave me knowledge. Wisdom. Understanding. Perception. It was if the demon himself. Was right there inside of that anthropologist. And he was. And he was speaking what he wanted us to know. And I've learned to take that pattern into schools with school teachers, school boards, politicians, prime ministers, presidents, people on social media, people in the media, reporters, pastors, Bible school teachers, Bible study teachers gift of discerning of the spirit must come on, must be in operation for you to peer, see into, hear, understand what is spiritually speaking or acting or doing. The spirit of error was spiritually spewing out Satan's lies. He wanted these precious young children, future scientists and engineers of the world to believe in. He was speaking lies, spiritual deceptions, error about man's origin of creation. For Satan did not want these precious young students, these future scientists and engineers to know or hear or believe in the spiritual truth of their creation by God the Most High, alone, and not by evolution. I had to go and study evolution, Charles Darwin. That's right. I just learned something wonderful. We hear a lot about in Germany and eugenics in America, how people believe there was a master race. And everybody else either has to be subjugated to it, destroyed because they're not pure in their heredity. And I learned that the believers of this, the uh, speakers of it, promoters of it, began with a brother of Charles Darwin, who believed in evolution. That everything evolved through time and 
chance. Nothing was created by God. Mm -hmm. Even eugenics. What's eugenics? It's now evolved into on-demand abortion. Eugenics was actually the the forerunner for Germany to extinguish the Jews. And anybody who was not pure German back to maybe the 1700s. Mm -hmm. And other nations, China is using it. If you believe in another God and not the communist party, you are not considered pure. The master race must rule the world. Mm -hmm. So I had to go off and study all of that to learn what the background was. Why was this wonderful man and his parents? They had all been looking for something named Lucy, a missing link between humans and animals. Some ape form, some Neanderthal. Yes, you must study all things to show yourself approved. I had been doing this and reading the Bible. So I knew what this spirit through the gift of discerning of spirits was saying was a lie, error, trying to deceive and bewitch, control the thinking, shape and mold little minds for future and telling them there is no God. God didn't create anything. It's all evolution, time, and chance. Oh, and you're just an animal because you just come from sort of monkeys, apes, something like that. They slowly just stood up. So this anthropologist can't even remember his name, but his parents were also anthropologists, and those three were always looking for something called the missing link, trying to find fossils that would prove this belief in evolution. Evolution came from Charles Darwin. From Charles Darwin's brother came eugenics, came the purification for the master race. What do you think all that came from? That's right. Satan in the kingdom of darkness. I'm sitting there in an international science and engineering fair with young, precious engineering students. My son, teachers, people that were also giving uh, scholarships to these kids to universities. I spiritually knew I could not allow this lie, this deception, this bewitchment, this error of the Antichrist spirit who is speaking against God through his spirits and demonics of errors and lies. To continue talking to these precious students, I rose up. No, I didn't stand up physically. You would have never known I was thinking all this because I'm a very quiet person, believe it or not. So I took spiritual authority that was given me, that I knew about from the deliverance team, that studied the strongman book, binding up people in the sanctuary on Friday nights, going through all of the 16, 17 spirits that were in the book. I knew about the spirit of Antichrist. See, when I studied the book, let me get it for you so you can see. I think that it's changed some, but I'll show you what I have. In fact, it's the actual book I use. It's called Strongman's His Name. What's His Game? It was an authoritative biblical approach to spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare, I knew nothing about. Didn't know anything about the spirit. But I was raised in a military family. I knew about warfare, fighting for those that are oppressed, fighting for those who need freedom. So here I am in an international science and engineering fair in Fort Worth, Texas, in a big auditorium with hundreds and hundreds of young, precious 
future scientists and engineers. And this doctorate of anthropology speaking lies to them. My spirit rose up. The gift of discerning a spirit kicked in. Of course, I didn't know it. But God was going to use this to show me how I had to help people the Lord's way, even outside the church, in the world. And if you want to help people and you want to fight lies and error, you must learn how to bind according to Matthew 18 and 18. So sitting there, spiritually ready for battle. Gift was this happens in nanoseconds because I knew I was trying to help people the Lord's way. All these precious little students, I was to help. I was against an enemy of truth who was spewing out lies. So I put my hand up to my mouth and quietly under my breath, I said, Spirit of error. I bind you according to Matthew 18 and 18. You are bound from speaking. I didn't say it that loud. Immediately, the anthropologist stopped right in mid-sentence and said over the microphone, I am so confused. Please forgive me. And he walked off the stage. What just happened? I spiritually realized this man had no spiritual truth of man's creation from the most high God. He, his only knowledge he had and would speak came from the demonic spirit of error. Of the Antichrist spirit. When I bound. According to Matthew 18 and 18. In the name of Christ Jesus. That thing. That was talking. He was silent. And he was getting out of there. Of course he's inside the man. So he had to take the body with him. I was learning things. I had never learned in mental health counseling. But I could see Satan at work in the world trying to spew his lies and error to precious, precious children. I was shocked. I think all the kids there were shocked. He just left. An announcer had to come up and say, thank you very much. We appreciate it and continue on. He was the keynote speaker. But I wasn't going to tolerate it. I do that even from home. Now, if I see something on YouTube, the events already happened. But if you are in the audience, take this. If you believe, get trained. Maybe you're a reporter. You have to do a, and you're in a press conference. Maybe you're there with a prime minister, a president. You're interviewing somebody under your breath. You can bind. You can bind before you start interviewing somebody. If you're going to a school board meeting, you're going to be in a confirmation hearing. If you're going to be interviewing somebody. If you're in a classroom, I taught kids how to bind up their teachers. I had to teach my son. Had to bind up his high school and college teachers. Demons were coming through them to attack him, bully him, belittle him. I had to teach him how to use Matthew 18 and 18. And he did. Teach your children how to bind up the bullies, their words. Teach. Get the information yourself. Learn. Believe. I was shocked at what I saw. This spiritual binding, according to Matthew 18 and 18, of devils, demons, evil spirits, even worked outside of the church. 
and just the community, the world. That's what this video, it works everywhere in every situation. But you only can use it if you get the spiritual gift of discerning the spirits. And you know a spirit of error or something is speaking. Spiritual lies, doing spiritual things. I learned a powerful lesson. I wasn't going to just be helping people the Lord's way in church. I was going to take it into jails, community meetings and committees out in the world and meetings and seminars. I learned a valuable lesson. Satan is on our planets. He's in people. He was in this anthropologist. He had his strong man of antichrist spirit. And under him was a spirit of air and spirit of lies. You might call it disinformation now. Mm-hmm. I learned when you get authority and dominion spiritually and you're trained and educated, you can go into all the world. And we are told by Christ Jesus to go into all the world and preach and teach and demonstrate the kingdom of heaven, the authority and dominion of Matthew 18 and 18. Bind up that stuff. Forbid it to speak. Forbid its actions and behaviors. Because you're speaking to a demonic spirit. That's in people. But it also can be in animals, nature, anything made of dirt or of your planet. It can be in the clouds and storms. Some low pressures, some floods, earthquakes are caused by demonic spirits. But also you must learn the earth is angry at us. We blow it up. We pollute it. We spill blood on it. We sacrifice animals to it. We mistreat it, pollute it. The earth itself has a voice. It has cursed us from our ancient days. This is all true, and I had to learn it. I spiritually learned a valuable lesson that I could apply in the world and would teach my son, as I said, to even bind up Demons in his public schools and university where he was attending. And many, many times my son and I had to bind up his teachers. For demons were coming through them, harassing him, attacking him, verbally and hindering him. This spiritual warfare was to be taken out of the church and out into the world and I learned it works in the world Mm -hmm. I was learning practicing God was using events to test me and try me see if my spirit could get in touch with the spirit realm and tell my soul what was going on practice Powerful revelations were coming. For I spiritually had to see and believe that the Lord's authority of Matthew 18 and 18 and his dominion over Satan and his demon spirits was real. And it could be used anywhere. I've used it against my own family members to their face. Sometimes I'll go under my breath. Sometimes I'll go to my laundry room. I've used it against pastors and teachers and Bible school teachers, doctors, lawyers, politicians, judges, policemen, just average people. They're in Walmart. I've used it against animals trying to attack me that have been energized by demons. I have bound them up. I've seen demons in doors because they're made of wood. I've seen them in animals, and I've bound them up. The animals don't like it. The trees don't like having demons inside of them. They're in the water. Some people call them energies. Some people call them fairies, brownies. 
Some people call them life forces. Yes, they're in the fire. They can be in the water. They can be in the earth. They can be in the air. Yes. And I had to learn to take the authority that I learned in church to cast out, to bind up, out into the world, to help people the Lord's way. Satan was learning that no matter where Pastor Deborah went, I'm watching for him. And I will not allow him to speak and do freely if I'm there. You learn how to use it in prayers. You learn how to use it in the spirit in your dreams. Uh, To protect your house. To speak to hurricanes. To speak to tornadoes. To speak to the storms, the fires. To speak to abusers. That's right. I was learning. I was being transformed into helping people the Lord's way. I've had to even bind up demons in a jury that I was on. In church, prayer team people, Bible school teachers, pastors, visiting pastors, prayer team members, at home, at stores, anywhere I go. I took this lesson from this international science and engineering fair with me. I learned. Thank you, Father, for such renewing of my spiritual heart and mind with the knowledge of the truth of your word. That whatever I bind on earth and forbid to operate, you will bind in the realm of the spirit. And whatever I loose, if I speak to a prisoner spiritually, that you are loosed from those memories of abuse. You are loosed from your obligation. You are loosed from another nation. In the name of Christ Jesus, then God will back it up. If I'm a true believer of him, and I've studied, and I've t- you can teach this to children. And they can use it in daycare. They can use it at home. Teach. Learn. Come against the enemy of you, of God. We are in spiritual warfare. Mm -hmm. This is what I was learning. How to help people the Lord's way. So now, I will help people the Lord's way. No longer the way of the world. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) What a story and day that was. See, I just go out and do things. We just went to the fair because my son had won a competition. Not expecting to do any of this, but God had a plan. And his plan included spiritual teaching, revelations, spiritual warfare. Helping me to understand the spiritual realm of the kingdom of darkness on the world. Working through people, nature, trees, the weather, the land, businesses that is here on planet Earth. And probably on your planet as well. So when you are trying to learn how to help people the Lord's way, you must have many, many experiences. You must know how to teach people. They only spend a short time in church or a Bible study. You need to learn to teach them how to live in their world, their community, their family. And you need to help them teach their children how to do spiritual warfare against their enemy, their adversary that's lying to them, that lives in secret societies. That rule our nations, our governments, our laws. That try to tell you you're nothing but an animal. See, if you're just an animal, all we need to do is behavioral therapy to you. Like we train a dog with shock therapy. 
give you medication because it's just biological because all the spiritual stuff is supernatural and none of us who are educated that's superstition that's of the old age we don't believe that anymore Mm -hmm. so you never get your problems spiritually taken care of so i learned in this story that binding up the enemy according to matthew 18 and 18 works outside the church But the authority is not just for inside a church service or with believers. I don't know if this anthropologist was a believer or not. I wasn't speaking to him. I was speaking to the thing. It was a whatsoever that was speaking directly through his soul from his spirit. And this man had no knowledge of God. He was lived in, had lived in a family with parents that only evolution ruled their life they were products of darwinism evolution i learned and i practice it even today if you would like this kind of training tell god help me teach me wherever i am show me things spiritually teach me how to bind and use matthew 18 and 18 teach me about my authority and dominion over these spiritual enemies of us, of the weather, of animals and nature. Show my spirit through the gifts of the spirit, words of knowledge, discerning of spirits, words of wisdom, gifts of healing and miracles to do your work, your way, and helping people. If you want that, first get born again, just like Pastor Deborah. Believe. That he is the God and the Father of Christ Jesus. And that Christ Jesus went to a cross and died for you to make a bridge, a way home to his Father. And that he is the only God of all the earth, the solar system, and the star. The only living God. There is another God. His name is Satan. He's the God of darkness. He's not living. He's not in God's presence. But God is using him to train us up. God was using that demonic spirit. I was there. I didn't make an open show. I didn't stand up and yell, scream and protest. I just did it all under my breath. Because in the realm of the spirit, when your spirit speaks, they can hear you. When we did deliverance work, we did not yell. Demons are not hard of hearing. I work with children, babies. I'm speaking to the spiritual things. Sometimes you just think. Sometimes Jesus would say, go, it's done. He would give a thought. He didn't even speak. It's spirit work. Your spirit must be alive, revived, educated, trained. And then it must be tested and tried. And shown that out in the world, once you get it, you're a powerful spiritual warfare soldier. Now, once I started getting on Satan's radar with this stuff, the attacks came. I was poisoned. I was shot at in my car. Attempted attack and murder while I'm walking by a man on a motorized bicycle. You'll hear about that story in Dr. Doolittle. And Narnia. I was almost killed in my own home by somebody I took in with a pair of scissors. Husband attack. Brother attack. Cars running red lights. Having heart problems. Infections. Eleven doctors missing it. Almost needing a heart transplant. The attacks will come. But if God and you have got a partnership You want to help him to help the world, the people, and to rise up as a mighty spiritual warfare soldier, tough, but be trained and educated, willing to speak, not loud. Demons are not hard of hearing, and you're not speaking to the soul of that person. I was talking to the spirit realm. I wasn't going to bring embarrassment to the anthropologist. I've been in churches 
And I have watched human spirits get inside the pastor and preach, knock him out. Or the pastor's spirit is so weak. He says, yeah, you go ahead. It's the pastor's physical body, but it's somebody else in there. I have another story about let the fire fall from heaven. We're a big demonic prince from the southeast of America. Came down inside a president of a southeastern Bible college to look over his territory in the church that was having this revival. The way had been prepared through praise and worship. And he was coming to see what he had, his underlings had defeated this presence of God. I didn't know he was coming, but God told me. That's another story called Let the Fire Fall from Heaven. So I was learning at a fast pace because there's no time to waste dealing around doing something. Does it work? If you're, if there's famines and lack of water, yes, the earth is not bringing forth its blessings to you. If there's floods and earthquakes, the earth is angry and Satan can be behind much of it because you are serving other gods or ancestors, spilt blood. You're unloving people toward the earth and nature. So you have to study to see what's causing the lack of water, the lack of food, the lack of finances. God knows why. If you're not talking to him to find out the cause, the root cause, what's behind this? You can't solve the problem without him. It could be a curse that's on it. It could be that ancestors are still ruling and they worshiped other gods. It could be Satan. You don't know till you talk to God. I had to learn how to help the land, the water, to realize all of the earth, the atmosphere, even the stars can be under Satan's rule through demonic spirits. So study once you get born again. Get a Hebrews 4.12 where your spirit is spiritually circumcised out of your souls and it's lust of its eyes it's lust of its flesh and the pride of life so god can help it and teach it Mm -hmm. be about god's work his way not your denomination's way not religion's way traditions or cultures his way and that's all i did and i had all of these experiences there's many more to come i took them outside the church Because you have to be able to live the word, practice it, understand it, know that it works out there in the world Mm -hmm. to help people the Lord's way. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this teaching, this story, this experience that you put me, Pastor Deborah, through years and years ago. May have been about 2000 and I don't know, five, seven, something like that. Not quite sure. Could have been 1997. Long time ago. Seems like ancient history, but it wasn't. So thank you, Father, for this teaching, helping me to learn how to help people your way, not the ways of the world, but to see that the world needs our help, people. And there's so many lies of the Antichrist and spirit of error going around, speaking to precious children. It's in our schools. It's in the families. It's in the culture, tradition. It's in the churches, in the Sunday schools. There's so much abuse by pastors and ministers to children and women. Father, your people are a mess. But Father, if somebody comes along, And wants to help people like I do. Your way. Help them. Train them. Educate them. Give them experiences. So they can be about your work. Of fulfilling Isaiah 61 and 62. Your way. For Father you tell us. You only fulfill your words. That you speak. Nobody else's. No denominations. No soulish words. 
No words of scientist, only your words from your book, from a spiritual perspective. Father, be about your work. Accept all those that desire to be born again, children of the light, and want to step into spiritual warfare against their enemy. Help them, teach them, put people in their lives, get books to them, stories, movies, anything that you know will help them to grow and learn so they can be about your business on earth as it is and desires for it to be like the kingdom of heaven. Thank you, Father, for giving us your gift of agape love, the sacrifice on the cross of Christ Jesus and his resurrection out of the tomb. Thank you for never giving up on us, never quitting, always looking for someone to work with, partner with, to pour out your spirit to, open the gifts of the Holy Spirit to, so they can be about helping the world, the people, nature, animals, the weather, to show you to all that you have authority over everything and that Matthew 18 and 18, whatever we bind on earth in your name, you will bind. And whatever we loose and set free by our words, you will loose and set free. Help us to lose peace, love, joy, your gifts, mercy and compassion, freedom on the world. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Okay, I'll see you in the next story in the School of Light, an educational series out of the, for you from the Kingdom of Agape Love, Volume 1. See you then. Bye.